the world has gone mad. In this episode, we talk about why we think the world's gone mad, especially in the UK at the moment. What's happening with the prices of food, drink, etc. in the hospitality industry? And actually, then we kind of say we'll why you need to check your mindset, money out, check your money management, and, right. and our entrepreneurial journey. Along the way, we're going to throw in some amazing guests for your pleasure. I'm Shane Highland. I'm Gareth Shears. This show is going to change your life and teach you skills that school never taught you. Boom. I'm a bit casual today. So, what today? Yeah, well, yeah. I do casual. You made it worse. I do casual Monday to Sunday. Monday, Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got black two black black tie do Friday. Nice, nice. Congrats yeah. on the rugby the weekend. The women, the Welsh women, battered the Irish ladies. So you know we're all inclusive here. So well done, congrats. Um, well, at least a team in, in Welsh rugby is actually making headroads, which is good. It's all changed now, isn't it? Port the uh, the meeting in Port Talbot has basically sorted it. Paddy Power is taking no more bets. On Wales winning the next three Grand Slams in the World Rugby World Cup. The world of rugby is sorted. Wales what? are champions of the world now. What's that? Well, they've, you know, haven't you sorted the whole region structure? No, yeah, they've agreed it all last weekend. Did they? Yeah, it's all done. They kept that be, quiet. I didn't hear the best. It has to be a minimum of five uh, females on the board. The restructuring is... They've, they've implemented yeah, but, lots of changes. Yeah, how, how many regions are we going to have? We still oh, have three, that's another, another issue. I have oh no idea. Oh, we're not going to go into that. But the world has gone mad, hasn't it? The world has gone mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can put some context around that. Come on, you've got, you got to vent. Come on. <laughs> I'm not going to fully vent like I did earlier, but you can have my partial vent on stuff. Right. <clears throat> so where should I start? Took Sophie swimming on Sunday to the village hotel. In the children's little kind of like paddly pool thing, there's a couple sat there Vaping. Vaping in a public place, but actually in the child's swimming pool. Like, seriously, has the world gone that mad? It was, it, 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 we are literally like lawless Britain. Nobody cares. And I, I went and spoke to the manager guy there, and he was like, don't. He was like, this is a common thing. He was like, people just do not care. That is really worrying. So there was a couple in there, like... As if they were sat in their own house, vaping away. There's no consequences. I was literally sat there in total disbelief. There's no consequences, is there? They probably, you probably would have gone and approached them and said, can you stop doing that? They were going to go, no, do what I want. It's like all this crime in London, with having people having their watches stolen. Like, can't wear your nice jewellery or watches in London because wants to it. And that goes further. I can, I can, then I can, number two. I could go on all day. Um, and then another time, McDonald's car park, um, is a guy sat in his truck, parked over two disabled bays, taking up all the space. When asked to move, um, he said no. He can do what he wants. And how do you respond to that? How do you respond to that? I understand why people get angry and end up fighting with people. Yeah. Because you have people that arrogant 
but he was parked over two bays in a disabled space and he wouldn't move and he was sat there eating his food so I went in with my son we had our food I came back out and he was still sat there eating his food what did you say to that? difficult because there's no, there's no consequences to it and and in fairness well, I spoke to the manager the manager said that's my phone Polly's very unprofessional turn that off um, I spoke to the manager and he was like the yeah, man we, ringing. we've tried to ask him to move but he won't well, what's he going to do what's the manager going to do and it's not down to you, the, you, you, you won't turn up with a tow truck yeah. like it's private property and a tow truck at the back and tow his car away so and I get it you know the manager he's not the confrontation doesn't want the confrontation I'll, I'll tell you on a, a side note the best one I ever saw on that um in one of the Sainsbury's um, in Car uh, in Cardiff, s- some months ago, there was there's loads of um, I love this one ch- parent and child spaces, and it was raining, and we got there, parked in, and I noticed this guy was in his maybe late sixties, early seventies, and he came out and got his bags, and he was going very slow, and the parent and child are right next to the front door, so this guy rocks up, and you could see he's got three kids in the back of the car. And window came down and he went, um, and I can't do a Cardiff accent, but he went, hello, mate, um, have you got any kids? And he went, no, it's a parent and child place. Can you get out? And the guy went, no, it's raining and um, I'm only going in for, for one one or two things. I'll be quick. The guy went, no, no, I've got three kids in the back. I need you to, to get out of that space, go somewhere else. And he went, no, um, I'm, I'll be out soon. And with that, the guy went, well, that's fine. He said, well, I'm going to do a full shop with three kids, so I'm going to be at least an hour. And he just dropped the car right right in front, sideways, of the guy's arse of the car. So he could not get out. And he went, um, he went, that's fine. And the guy went, what are you doing? And he went, I'm parking here. And he went, you can't do that. I'm going to go in and tell Sainsbury's. And he went, about what? That you're parking in the wrong place. And he went, but so are you. And with that, the guy just brought the three kids, marched them in and um, went on a, sh- a merry way. Now, I went in and I got a few bits and pieces. And in fairness, the guy that had parked was only in for one or two things. Because when I came out, he was still there, just standing there. There was no sign of the what guy. What a hero. I would have taken the kids I to the cafe, lo- I would as well. Oh, I would have loved to have just waited there just to see that would, what was going to happen. I would have done a good three-hour stint, I think. It was it? brilliant. It was one of those things, you know, when you said there about confrontation. <laughs> how do you... How do you get your point across without any sort of violence or confrontation? You just go, the guy in a calm way just went, that's fine, okay. It was so chilled. And he went, come on, kids. And the three of them, boom, 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 jumped out of the car. Now, you know how bad, not how bad, but how difficult it is with one kid because they're they're running around the place or they're picking things and it's a bit of fun in a supermarket. So it's not difficult but it's just it takes longer three of the bloody things he was going to be in there a good hour and a half oh, I would have taken the cafe oh, it was superb I would have done a lot it like, was superb but that just sums it up yeah but, I, but like, there's loads of examples we can give of that like, I, I could write a book on it another book um, <laughs> but it, yeah. maybe the world has always been like that I don't know actually no I don't think it has been to that extent I think it's just got worse don't get me on these pockets of society that have been like that for years, but people, all everyone now thinks they have the right to do what, what they want. They want because there's no consequences. The legal system's broken, and I know that from my days of when I was in the police some fifteen years ago, wherever it was. Um, you know, it it 
we were heading towards a lawless Britain then. You know, we were putting people in front of the courts and the courts were giving them slaps on the wrist. I mean, but then they were putting people in prison for you like, oh, that's a bit harsh. Do you know what I mean? But it's just, we just got the system wrong. But I, and I understand that's why people like your place like Dubai and all that because people are scared to do yeah. anything wrong because they'll cut your hands and feet off. Literally, won't they? I don't Can't know what then. Can't do anything like that. But that's not a bad thing. Talk, talking about bad things, this leads on. I had my, my mum over the weekend. Um, hello, mum. You know, before I said she doesn't listen to this, I collected her from Bristol Airport last Friday evening and um, it was almost as soon as we got there. It was, you know, the cuddle, nice to see you, and the whack across the back of the head almost. I listen to your podcast when I go to bed now. Oh, Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. My heart sank and all the things that I've said. So, ma'am, sorry about all of that. Um, but she went, yeah, I listen, I listen to them all. Um, there. So we tried to do a lot of Welsh things over the weekend. Didn't get her to have a Welsh cake, surprisingly. But we'd done um, the museum and all that. And it was it was superb. We had a great weekend. But she came out with the best line. And it's probably been said before by other people, but I have not heard it. And we were talking about the cost of, of everything. And she just turned on. Um, nothing, nothing's coming down apart from the rain. And I went, bang. That <laughs> nailed. That's true. Nothing is coming down apart from the rain. <laughs> and that ain't disappearing at the minute. Yesterday was a lovely day. This morning, crap again. So, my mom, wonderful lady. She nailed it. Yeah. Um, and, and Well, nothing is coming down, is it? Nothing is coming down. In fact, I think it's gone the bloody opposite way, which I think will be to the detriment of the, the economy long term. Yeah. Because we speak to Claire, weren't we? Yeah. And where was she? Was it on the weekend? Some, yeah. some No, no, yesterday. Yesterday? Yeah. Um, two ladies in a bar, was it? Yeah. In Cardiff. Um, went up to order two small glasses of wine, house wine. Yeah. And was served them and were told, thank you very much, that's the best part of 18, 19 quid. And they went, excuse me? 9, uh, 15 each. No, 9, 18, 30. 18, 30. For two glasses of two small wine. Two glasses of wine. small wine. Wow. It's 125 mil, small glass generally. It's not a lot. Can I so go back to turned, my mum? So they turned around and said, no, thank you. And off they went to Tesco's or wherever. And we're going to drink at home. That's a big problem. Because people now realise since that C word and 125 mils is far too small. My mum wouldn't do a 125. She'd have to do a bottle. Or 175. Um, 125, 175. I had to get the dig in, mum. She should be 125, 175, 250 for a large. But as a result of that that period of time from March 2020 to, to, you know, the last Hmm. two years, and we don't see the C word, um, people have realised that it's probably the time spent with people. And those two two ladies in, in particular probably realised that maybe before all that stuff happened in March, they may have just gone, okay. But they realised that they, they probably, during that time, done the same thing, caught up with each other, had a good um, giggle, a laugh, put the world to right, had a moan, had a bitch, yeah. whatever you call it, in the comfort of their own home, in, in their garden. And they realised, with that price, that if they went to a Tesco, a Lidl, an Aldi, Sainsbury's, whatever, they could probably get a bottle of wine for six quid or a decent bottle for nine quid, which is half the price and would have had more in there. 
And I don't know the hospitality trade in any way, but is it going to implode? Because you can't keep putting prices up because at some stage people will realise I'm not here or in the vast majority of places for the, 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 the area or the place. I'm here to spend time with a friend or a colleague and they will realise or maybe they are starting to realise I can do that at home cheaper. And we constantly chat about cost of living, cost of lifestyle crisis. And peop some people now are realising, I can do my lifestyle cheaper. Yes, and I I think the big issue as well is, is this isn't just hitting people who can't afford that £18. Yeah. This is hitting people now who are just going, I can afford this, but I ain't paying it. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Yeah. And I get it, the cost of rent rates and all that stuff has gone up, because that's where the biggest issue comes is, but... People are just not going to pay it. So they lost that sale there yesterday and had to pour it back into the bottle, right? I was going to say, realistically, it probably should not go back in the bottle from yeah, health it, and safety or whatever. Yeah, but, exactly. Probably not. But it did. But it did. Yeah. No doubt. But where are we going? I mean, but, like, could the simple. And, we, and I think we're at the very bottom of where the where the pricing is going to go. And and I get it from the point of view of of of, of pricing, but let's say you, 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 you pick that place as an example, and I, and I don't know how big it is, how small it is, but you're still going to have, whether there's two people, no people, or 15 people in there, you're going to still have to employ X amount of people to be there to serve. You're going to have to pay the rates, the gas, the electricity, the water, the lighting, the insurance, the whole lot. Now, surely you know your margins. And fine, the margins might not be big, but if you're trying to make a bigger margin on two glasses of wine and they say no, surely people from a business point of view should say, I'll tell you what, let's make smaller margins, let's promote it and say, we will give you tapas or sausage and chips or whatever it is in there and make smaller margins, promote Wine Wednesday or whatever it may be um, and get more people in so if you're selling to eight, nine, bit. ten people, you're going to make eight, nine, or ten times two or times four, and even, and surely you'll make more profit on those smaller yeah. margins than trying to sell it to two people. No. Well, yeah. Well, that's the problem, isn't it? And I think that's why you're finding a lot of hospitality places are closing on your Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays, and not until Thursday, Friday, Saturday, because they don't have to employ staff, they don't have to run the electric, they don't have to run anything. So actually, then. They can charge lower prices because they're only opening for a shorter period. Where these people are opening on a Monday, cause they're trying to, and then they're trying to spread it out through the week. But you're right. If they if they did some other things, maybe that would help. I don't know. But the, but then the person that's that is very um, outward going and is really friendly and is a great front of house. If they're only working Thursday, Friday, Saturday, maybe that isn't enough Probably to keep not. them in the lifestyle that they want and that person as a business owner is going to lose that um, male, female um, to somebody else who's gone on a full time and it's all of these little things all these little things that kind of add up you know and I think that's what then knocks on the fact that you're not getting good staff in the yeah. hospitality because I know um, as a good friend of ours says that there's some good operators out there in the hospitality industry and, and I guess that there probably is yeah. which there probably is but I've worked in hospitality hasn't been for a long long time but standards are nowhere near what I would accept. Like, I, like on the weekend, do you know what I mean? Like I, I told you the story about 
in a, a well-known steak chain. I was at the bar for the best part of 12 minutes. Um, for the first nine, they didn't even acknowledge that myself and a person next to me was even at the bar. Yeah. There about eight people stood behind the bar. They were serving drinks for the restaurant. They didn't even acknowledge, say, it's, uh, sorry, sorry, gents, be with you soon, or something along that line, which is just natural common courtesy. Yeah. And when they do serve you, they actually don't know what drinks they sell, what their house drinks are, what certain types of drinks are. Like, they, people are just not trained. And it... Everyone's just going through the motions. The service was pretty poor. But then on the flip side, on Sunday, I took my daughter for a pizza because that's where she wanted after we went swimming. And the staff in that kind of small pub were brilliant. They actually technically didn't have any space because they were full. Yeah. It was a carvery. Um, but when Sophie asked the lady, uh, do you sell pizza? I think they <laughs> um, they couldn't help but find a seat for us. But no, they, they found a space for us and they yeah. were really accommodating and it was good value food and overall the service was really good. So there's two. So you got a yeah. chain, which was really poor, um, and then you've got, and and I, and I think the standards of service not only come from the top down from yeah. whoever your your operators are, your managers in the business, but also the individuals on the ground as well. Do you know it's 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 a very valid point. My parents were over at Christmas. We went to because it's a positive story, Cozy Club in uh, Cardiff Bay. And there was a really, really good um, guy serving us. Um, I think he was a Spanish guy. And we went there on, on Sunday with my mom. And um, yeah, she got her, uh, she didn't get a 125 mil of red wine, let's put it that way. Um, probably 1.25 litres. Um, yeah, I had to have a dig, mom. Um, but she said, oh, the last time we were here, there was a really, really nice um, waiter, Spanish guy, and he came over, and it was the same guy again. And she had remembered how good he was last time, and that was three and a half months ago. Yeah. And another guy came over, and and he was really, really good, and he heard my mom talking, and he went, where are you from? Oh, I love the accent. And the two of them went out of their way yeah. to help her, and she went, uh, steak, how is it cut of where and and the way the the Spanish guy came up and went well it's this part of the couch oh, no no I don't want to know that and he was he knew his stuff he was really good he was really friendly both of them and she um she came out of the 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 place afterwards and she went I love it in there she'd been two three times same people are working there so yeah. one it means they're either getting paid well they're doing a good job they're getting long good good hours um there's continuity um. But I also think the brand and the vision and what they stand for helps with that as well. Because Cozy Club's really good for it, always has been. Yep. Their service generally is really good. But if she can remember three and a half, four months ago, yeah, yeah. and the guy said, yeah, I remember you. No, he didn't. We know we know that because he probably served 5,000 people between there, then yeah, and yeah, now. Yeah. But just even saying that, my mom was in her element going, oh, he loves my accent, this guy. They just went over the top in a, in a really positive way. And that's what generally the Americans are like. So I know people say it's all really cheesy, the American kind of way of doing it, but they get it right. Yeah. We just, I know we're not very good at being, I don't know whether it was cheesy or kind of overly familiar and stuff like the UK because we're a very kind of reserved nation, aren't we? I think that's a little bit of it, but... I think we can make a better effort, but I think that comes from the top down. I think if we don't train the people yeah. right and give them the enthusiasm, the problem is people are just turning up and it's just their paycheck, isn't it? I mean, like, I never worked like that when I worked in the pub trade, um, but people people do, and I think a lot needs to kind of change. 
it, it's going to come back because we we constantly go on cost of living, cost of lifestyle crisis, and yeah. I think it's starting to hit home with some people, and some people now realise what's important to them. That yes. they, going back to to the two two ladies. It's more important for them to have a catch up and a, a good chat about putting the world to right. Where that is done is irrelevant. They've realised now, yeah. and and people are starting to align their lifestyle with what makes them happy. But if places like that continue to charge astronomical prices, those ladies know that their lifestyle can be achieved in the comfort of their back garden yes. for a cheaper. Uh, price which will have an, an impact on that premises and if you multiply that single premise by all in the Cardiff area and then all in mm. South Wales and then all in the U that's not just one that has a knock on effect for maybe tens of thousands of establishments which is going to then mean people are not spending as much money in these places rates wages all of that is going to be impacted. So if, if if premises or business owners don't get a grip on profits and 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 and, and making that that profit and and ch- maybe changing their but their models, I, I don't I don't yeah, know. The I figures, don't know. Like, ch- like we ran on very very tight margins. Do you know I mean when we were when I was running hospitality and even then the fact that like. We were, you know, we we brought in chip scoops and smaller milk things just to kind of help with the profits and margins. So I don't know what they're like now because the cost of everything's gone through the roof. You know, the cost of staffing's gone up, the cost of rates, rent, all those things. But I don't. Maybe they might well be on a shoestring budget anyway. Possibly, but oh, the, the which nice, means they're like they're doomed. The, the, yeah, but the nice thing is, I think people are understanding lifestyle now. Yeah. What what that means to them. But if things continue to spiral out of control cost-wise, yes. that lifestyles are being flipped on their heads and people can do things. You know, how many people now are realising that if this if it's a sunny summer, they can have a very good holiday at home within yeah. the UK rather than go to Spain or Portugal. Mm-hmm. But the downside is prices, even for Airbnb, those people are charging an astronomical rate. And we looked at one in Devon, Cornwall over August. And it is probably as cheap to go away to Spain or Portugal oh, on an all-inclusive yep. than hire a two-bed B&B, Airbnb in, I think, St. Ives with no um, food. food yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Now, fine, it was on the beach. But then it makes you think, well, you're not guaranteed. Not guaranteed the weather. No, you guarantee the weather anywhere else in the world. So people need to, to understand prices right, need to be competitive, still make a profit mm. for people to use your service yeah, because yeah. They, they understand their lifestyle can be yeah. achieved in other ways. Yeah. Yeah, and I think this just highlights the fact that like we say to a lot of people is you've got to keep on top of your finances. You've got to review them regularly. You've got to look at what the future holds for you. You yeah. know, you've got to make sure you get your financial planning right, you know, and, and make sure you take stock of all these things because this is just the tip of the iceberg, I think, at the moment. Yeah. And I think we've got, there's a lot more to come of this, do you know what I mean? You don't you don't build a house without first, you know, finding the plot, building great foundations, then building upwards. You don't put the, the roof on first, and it's the same with the finances. Understand, build proper foundations of of behaviors, habits, and understanding, and then create a great lifestyle, i.e., the house.
Thanks for listening, and if you enjoyed this episode, then please subscribe, and remember to follow us on social media for more content like this.